Raider Nation, what is the deal, man? You're back for another episode of the Raiders recap here on the Sick Podcast. And today, man, we're going to be talking about how the future of the Raiders is going to be held in Arrowhead this weekend coming up right on Christmas Day. So we're going to touch on a little bit of the last game. And at the same time, we're going to look to the future, right? What are we going to do and what future is going to be held for the Las Vegas Raiders as we continue to go into next season, right? So without further ado, let's go ahead and get the intro started and let's get this show cracking. Turn up your volume because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Raiders Recap. Jacobs. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. Sick, sick. sick. What is the deal, Raider Nation? Once again, you're back for another episode of the Raiders Recap with the Sick Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about how the future of the Raiders lies in Arrowhead, right? So, Raiders take care of business last Thursday against the Chargers with a 63 to 21 win, right? Most points in franchise history. All right, so we got to give it up for that. And, and a lot of things clicked on all cylinders last week. You know, everything looked the way it's supposed to, everything was consistent, everybody executed to the highest degree. But coming into this next week, what are we going to see? Because that was an extreme. The 63-point win, that's an extreme. That's everything clicking on all cylinders, like I just said. That's everything, you know, coming together as one. But just the week before that, we're sitting here and looking at a zero-point outing. That's another extreme, right? So now you have two extremes back-to-back. What lies in the middle, okay? And that's the question that I have, and that's the question that needs to be answered coming into this Monday because whatever lies in the middle is what you can take to your bank. If we're the fans, if we're Mark Davis, you know, regardless of it, what lies in the middle of those two things is going to be what you can take to the bank. Now, let me explain. Okay. Coming into this game against the Kansas City Chiefs, you can just feel it in the air, right? Like, this is a big game. And obviously, the Chiefs are looking to go to the playoffs. But for us, this is a big game because this is one, this is a a culture game for AP. If he wants to set the culture, he wants to set the standard. This is a game you won't, right? Also for his job. Like, he he wants to secure this job. And a win against this team at this point in the season is huge. Huge. Huge, 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 huge. Especially in the environment that you're at because we all know as Raider fans that Arrowhead is a haunted house for this team, right? So going into it. These are these are things that you have to think about now why this feels like such a big game on the Raiders side of things. All right, because there's so many unknowns going into next year, but it's a tryout. It's an audition, you know, and the audition is still going. This was a big test. Like last week, I can't I like to say they passed the quiz last week, but the test is now this week. It's this week. So what are you going to do? AP? You know, he seems to have the defense because he's a defensive-minded coach. I would continue to say that. All right, he's a defensive-minded coach. So at the end of the day, it doesn't like, you know, I, I don't look at him as like, oh, he's trash if the offense isn't executing at a degree because only so much he can do. Now, is he going to bear the brunt of that blame if the offense doesn't execute? Yes. 
But we got to be real with ourselves. On the D, he's a defensive-minded coach, and his side of the ball has played very, very well since he has come into this head coaching role. Not even to mention, I believe that I saw a stat. Since AP has taken over, the Raiders are ranked third in the NFL in defensive points allowed, I believe, at 15.5. So sitting there, I mean, look at that. Since AP has come in, he's a defensive-minded coach, and his side of the ball has only taken a step up. Got to take that to your bank, right? And at the same time, you look and, and you're getting contributions, not only contributions from your star players, but certain role players, right? Even some players that look that you're trying to develop, you're getting contribution. So these are things that I, I'm I'm real excited to see. But he's played well, and he's had this unit executing up to a point, except for that Kansas City game. I said all that to say this. He has this unit executing, but the Kansas City game is the one outlier. They scored 21 unanswered. That's not good. You know what I mean? And, and last Kansas City game that we played a couple weeks ago made it look like the Raiders of old. Right, and they're just going up and down the goddamn field on you, and, and you can't stop anything, right? You couldn't even stop uh, uh, water from leaking in the ship or some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you couldn't even do that. So, at this point, AP has to redeem himself. All right, he has to redeem himself. And, and in Mark Davis's eyes, a win here with your unit playing well and everybody executing is huge for him. Huge. and. and to me, this is just my personal opinion. If he gets this game, I'm fine with giving him the job. I think I think he gets the job if he gets this game. That's just me. We're looking for that continuity. We're looking for, you know, certain things for this team to continue. You know what I mean? Like, and we want stability. I'm all for giving him this man the job if he goes out there and earns that against Kansas City, right? I'm still, you know. On, on the cusp of already saying I want to give him the job, but like I said, last week was a quiz. This is a test. What are you going to do against one of the better teams in the NFL? Not only one of the better teams, but a team that runs your division. And we all know that the division goes through Kansas City. So, okay, that, that's one. You know, that's one future that will be determined. Another, Aiden O'Connell. All right, there's a lot of talk swirling around the Las Vegas Raiders and their quarterback situation going into the future. You talk about Justin Fields. You talk about the draft. There are multiple, multiple opportunities for the Raiders to grab another quarterback. But Aiden O'Connell has his head in the ring. He does. And statistically speaking, he had his best game against Kansas City. One of his better games is statistically – no, no, probably last game was statistically his better game. But – Let's just say he had one of his better games against Kansas City, but it didn't translate to winning football. It did in the first half, but the second half, complete collapse, right, when they started to figure him out and they started to throw certain things at him. Now, how will he bounce back? How will Aiden O'Connell be able to take the adjustments from the Kansas City defense? Because let's not, let's not kid ourselves. Their defense is real. All right, their defense is real, but, you know, if if we want this man to be a franchise quarterback, he has to overcome certain things. And, yes, he had a pretty good game against Kansas City, but there can always be more. And he can always do more. And it's going to be required he does more to beat this team. To beat Kansas City in Kansas City, you're going to have to do, you know, the spectacular. 
And I want to see what that looks like from him. I want to see what it looks like. Not only you're going to have to command the offense, and he's going to have to go down and win us this game on a couple of drives. It's just that's just the reality of the situation, you know. So I want to see if he's capable of that. I want to see how he can build upon an okay performance, a good a good performance. How can he make it great? And, and that's what I want to know. I know everybody is hyped for this game. I know you know the skill players. We talk about probably getting Josh Jacobs back. And you got Devontae Jacoby. Tucker is now involved. Mayer is now involved. It's like, okay, now we're seeing guys that we wanted to be involved in the system start to make contributions. But now, how will the quarterback elevate all of that? You know what I mean? That's the question mark. Because we all know, like in the NFL, a quarterback can even the quarterback can elevate even the most talented player. You know what I mean? And yes, some players are able to overcome certain things. But a good quarterback elevates you that much more. You know, so how will he command it? How will he get better? How will Bo Hardegree get better? You know, like this, a lot of storylines can break off from this. The Raiders win this game in Arrowhead. You're looking at AP, like that's the dude. You look at Champ Kelly and AP and say, let's ready, let's, let's get ready to roll. You look at Aiden O'Connell, if he has a very good outing. You look at, you know, I still think you get another offensive coordinator regardless, but Bo Hart agree, you know, he gets he gets another notch under his belt. So I think all that would be a huge thing for this regime. You get the win. But if you lose, now context is important because I don't think many people think that the Raiders are going to win this game. But you lose, it depends the fashion. Context is important. And, you know, now everything is still in flux, quarterback situation in flux because you're looking, hovering around top 10, maybe 11, 12. I think that's where we are right now. So now you're hovering around probably 9, 10, something like that. So head coaching, still in flux. Now you got all these rumors coming out, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I, it, it's a lot that can be shored up. Everybody is right now in charge of their own futures, and it's all determined in Arrowhead. And what perfect place for it to be, right? I, I, me personally, I'm a dude. I love the competition. I love when it, when shit look, you know, greasy. I do. I do because it brings the best about you. You know, either you're going to sink or you're going to swim. And this right here, that's why I say this is a test right here because this right here going in the arrowhead, we all know the history for the last couple of years on what it's been going against this team there, you know. And is AP going to sink or swim? Is Aiden O'Connell going to sink or swim? You know, this is where we're at. If the coaching staff going to sink or swim, like this is where we're at. It's all going to get determined. And and like I said, what perfect, what what more of a perfect place to do this at than here? You know, we see we see it for our own eyes. We're going to see it from our own eyes if the pressure going to make a diamond or it's going to break. And, and and that's where I think we're at right now. That's where I'm at personally as a fan base. You know what I mean? That's where I feel like we are at. Now, last game, like I said, we executed to a degree. I celebrated. You know, I know we all celebrated the 63-21 to 21 win, bro. It was just magnificent. And we had guys contributing now, stepping up. Malcolm Coons, who I've always taken little jabs and said he ain't a three-down DN, right? I don't want to say jabs. I mean, this is my personal opinion, right? I, don't, I didn't think he was a three-down DN. But he's making a case now that – he can be. And the way he's playing, 
is beautiful. I still think he can be better against the run, but the way he's playing, he's giving you starter-type production. Tyree Wilson now moving to the inside gives you another element down there, and, and his power is now showing. So he's contributing more. We look at Jack Jones like, man, I mean, all I've heard from people even before we signed him is like, if he puts it together, he has the ability to be one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL. And this is before we signed him. I've heard that as well. So he's contributing. The defense, like what the defense does now does not surprise me. You know, with all the turnovers, they had five turnovers the last game. It, they don't surprise me when they do things like that because they've been playing like this the whole entire season. Now, the question mark is, right, and that's why it always goes back to Arrowhead. The question mark is, we know they're not going to get five turnovers, five turnovers in a game against Patrick Mahomes. They're not. But can you get one? Can you get two? The last time we played Kansas City, it was a clean game. Even New England got one offing. I think they got two last week offing. It can be done. You can get you. He can be had this year. Is the defense gonna step up to the challenge? All right, and that's why you know we gotta just see if last Thursday's effort execution is sustainable. We all know that the point differential and also the turnover differential. It's not going to be sustainable. You can't do that. But is the execution, is the effort sustainable? All right. So going back to Thursday and what it leads into Sunday, right? You look at the offense. I think the offense on Thursday is a prime example of what happens when we're clicking on all cylinders and we don't get ourselves behind the chains, right? Think about it. Wasn't many times last week that we were behind the chains. The offense was rolling. Stay ahead of the chains. And I want to point this out as well for last week. Without the presence of Josh Jacobs, you then saw the offense go into a pass-first attack, right? Because it was more running back by committee type shit. I think that's what you got to do in Kansas City. Even if Josh Jacobs comes back, I don't think that it should be a run-first attack. You run on first and second down and on third down, it's dire. Cause that's why it always seemed like the Raiders drives like, you know, on third down, everything is so monumental because you ran on first and second and now it's third and six. You know what I mean? I think you got to go more to the pass first attack. Let take the leash off Aiden O'Connell. It looks like that's what they did on Thursday. That's what you're going to do on Sunday. Take the leash off, bro. Let bro cook, let him cook. And like, like we just said, let him sink or let him swim. It's one of the two. Can't baby him at this point in the season, bro. This December football. You know, so I would love to see us go into the pass first attack on Sunday. I keep saying Sunday. It's Monday, right? Monday's game against Kansas City. I would, I would love to see a pass first attack, bro, because, you know, seeing the leash finally taking off him, we got to see more people get involved, and we got to see Boy get in rhythm. You know what I mean? When he's in rhythm, he's clicking. So that is that going to be sustainable? Can Aiden O'Connell and Bo Hardigree cook up somewhere still pass first, even with Josh Jacobs? Because got to be aggressive against Kansas City. It's the only way to beat him. Um, also, the offensive line play was magnificent with no Colton Miller, with no Andre James. Dylan Parham should have been the center all along, but, you know, Andre James might be back. I don't. I don't know about Colton Miller. It's it's a tuck and go there, you know. So injury report comes out later. So I don't know if he is fully going to be there. Um, but I will say that the offensive line played magnificent, 
magnificent last week against the Chargers, you know, and, and that front. This week is a different beast because this defense is going to blitz you from all angles, all sides. So it's like, all right, bro, you know, where are they coming from? It's going to be a, it's going to have to be good communication. And it leads me back again. Effort execution has to be right against this team. And can it be sustainable? That is the question, you know, and, and we'll continue to go back at it. That's where we're at. So you just heard it here, you know, why the future is dependent on Arrowhead because it, it leads in, it leads you into two storylines, right? I know some of us are holding out hopes for the playoffs, really three. Some of us are holding out hopes for the playoffs. It doesn't even matter, right? Because one, the Raiders got to win out and then we need some help. And the help could be had, but none of it matters unless you win this game right here. We all know this is the toughest game remaining on the Raiders' schedule. So it's all a playoff game. It's all playoff atmosphere now for the Raiders. How will they respond? How will they respond? You know, we're not dead yet. I understand. But none of it matters unless you get in the arrowhead. If not, now we're looking at head coaching drama. We're looking at maybe, I mean, I still think Champ Kelly gets the job, but maybe GM drama. And then looking there, now we got to look at quarterback drama. It's all contingent on this game. So it's going to be fun to watch, man. Make sure you guys are hitting the like, hitting the subscribe button. You know we're going to recap everything that's going on with the Las Vegas Raiders here on the SICK Network, on the SICK Podcast, right? We're going to be recapping everything, especially in the offseason. It's going to get greasy. Y'all know how it goes in the offseason. We're going to be doing our scouting. We're going to be doing our rankings for all the prospects, especially if the Raiders going after a quarterback. It's going to get real spicy. So that's when we're going to get real ramped up here on this channel right here, but definitely, man, it's, it's going to be real, real greasy if the Raiders come out with a dub, you know, then I think if the Raiders come out with a dub, it's it's real, it's a a warning shot to the NFL, like, all right, bro, you don't want to see us, you know, and that's where I think we can be at, so, and if we lose, then we already know what time it is there, but I think the Raiders are going to make it a competitive game, and if, the, and if it's a competitive game going into the fourth quarter, you never know. So I think it's going to be real competitive, real ugly, real gritty. But um, I can't wait for it, man. I cannot wait for the game. And you know I'm going to be cheering it on, man. You know I'm going to be cheering it on right there with y'all, man. Let's see if the Raiders get the dub. So once again, make sure you guys are hitting the like, hitting the subscribe button. And we're going to see you next time on the SIG Network on the SIG Podcast. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.